And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. That's me. I had a dream last night uh-huh. that I needed to withdraw from a class, but it had been like two thirds of the way through the semester yeah. and I hadn't really been going to the class. And I was trying to figure out how to withdraw and I was working. So I was trying to explain in my little typed out, why do you need to withdraw from this class? I'm a full-time teacher and cannot attend said class. I swear I have these dreams Maybe at least once a month. I am in college and woefully behind, not going to classes and trying to magically keep up. What are your recurring dreams? Um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I mean, the more recent ones now have been I'm teaching a class. Uh, and I forget to go teach it. Okay. Like, like I, I set, like I was, you know, like I make an arrangement. This is my dream me to, to work at another institution. And I'm going to teach there, like, you know, teaching a, an evening class. And then I simply forget to go for, Half the semester. And are you, do you realize <laughs> it like after the fact? Sometimes. Like, oh, God. Today was the final that I was supposed to give. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's the, it's the, I don't know where the class is. Uh-huh. I don't know, you know, how to get there. I don't know. And then, and then inevitably, because these dreams usually happen right before I wake up. Um. It's, you know, I also then can't find a bathroom or I'm trying to find a bathroom, but all the bathrooms are in like public places. And so, yeah, a lot of times it's for me, it's, it's, uh, I can't find parking. I'm trying to park the car to get to where I need to go, but I can't find parking and I'm circling forever. When I finally do get parking, it's super far away. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how to get back to where I'm going on foot. Well, that that is an issue at the university level. I understand you have a parking garage pass now. Do they still make you pay for it or is it included in oh, yeah. one of your perks? No, uh-uh. no, that's Come a big on. time pay extra. I can't believe that I have a, a place that I work and I have to pay them a substantial amount of money to park there. That that would You would think they would figure that out. You would hope so, but... But of course not. But of course not. Dr. Man makes the material very easy to digest. Be sure to go to lecture and get those free participation points. They're free. Do you have to say something or if you just walk in the door, does that count? Um, You have to respond to a question that I pose in lecture. Are you posing it online and then like seeing what the response is, or do you have to raise your hand and say something? They can participate solely online. When they raise their hand, do you make them stand up and say their name? 
Not in lecture, no. That implies that there's some other place that you would do so. Uh, not the standing up part, but in my group office hours, I do ask people to say their names before they ask their question. So that way I know who I'm talking to. And because we tend to have a room full of regulars, it allows them to get to know each other a little bit as well and break down those barriers. Uh, my group office hours, I don't know why. I don't think it's anything that special, but my uh, lab coordinators mentioned it the other day. She was like, it's just really neat how you do your office hours. I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, you're just kind of just sitting there in the middle of all the students because like it's basically like a room where there's just tables. I'm just sitting at one of the tables like I could be at the front of the room standing in front of the board like a proper lecture or something, but I don't. I just sit. It's like because it's basically tables that go all around the perimeter of the room. So I just sit and they just sit around me and we just go round robin. Like people ask a question. I answer the next person goes. Do you jump up and go to the board when you need to? Occasionally, not often, but yeah, if there's something that would benefit from being drawn, I will get up and go to the board, but it's it's not often. Mostly I can just refer them to, well, you know, if you look at this lecture slide and, and then I'll explain it from where I'm seated, you know. But. Dr. Mann currently is grading based on five exams, and we know your grading procedure. If you show up to class in the extra help sessions parentheses recitation sessions that's what i call them yeah oh okay you should pass study like 10 hours before an exam as well and you should get an a i think we've covered how that's not necessarily the case i think for most serious students that are aware of how to study that is reasonable yes but it's amazing to me that, again, I, I am teaching a course that is largely attended by seniors, some juniors, and the number of folks in this class who do not know, I, well, I hesitate to say do not know how to study, but who honestly do not know what would work best for them in terms of studying, there are. I just, it, it does sort of boggle my mind, but hey, it is what it is. Why do you call it a recitation session? Um, because recitation sessions are usually meant to, like, repeat information that has been delivered elsewhere. Sometimes, you know, uh, uh, in a different way, perhaps. And these recitation sessions, um, I have my peer mentors, my undergraduate teaching assistants, basically go over worksheets, homework assignments, which are like, you know, applied questions related to the material that I've covered in lecture. So it's sort of a, you know, that they are, they are going through and, and covering material they've seen elsewhere, but at a different sort of depth with a different approach. So recitation session, you know, it's a pretty, is, so are these not, also it's not this, a common word. Are these also, like that? no, like that? It, recitation sessions to me, Makes me think of like 18th, 19th century one room schoolhouses where you have to yes. stand up and repeat a Bible verse. Or well, OK, so, but yeah, so part of it is also the idea and that definitely goes into it. So it's an idea of a smaller classroom setting where it is more of a opportunity to get one on one time with the person who is leading the session, you know, mm -hmm. um, more direct interaction with, in this case, those, those undergraduate peer mentors. 
So, yes, and is it's this, related, I would say, to that. Is this also, you know, come in, get some one-on-one time, get a video of the exam and go home? It might be, depending on your proclivities. Any update on that for the good people who are interested? No updates. No updates. Okay. It's, it's, it's in the ether. Well, I will say, every week, especially as we near the end of a semester, I like to go on and see, and, you know, those were two very good ratings. Your Do I have any ratings. new ones? It, those, those are the two I just read. How, when are they from? December 6th and December 13th. Oh, one of them's from today. Yeah. Wow. So. All right. You, um, now, also, this is around the point where I start to wonder, what new jobs have you signed up for? You're about to have a break, and we all know that Doc does not relax well. So what new job, what new responsibilities have you just burdened yourself with? Nothing really. Um, one of the committees I am on has been burdened with creating a presentation for the January 12th uh, department retreat about uh, resources and basically from a teaching perspective, like, you know, trying to give an overview of our departmental curriculum and so forth. So this was dumped on us not that long ago, and we had a meeting about it, I think, yesterday, during which, during this meeting, obviously I was there, I gave my opinion, I spoke about things, but I volunteered to do nothing between now and the 12th. And nobody has asked, but I, in fact, have no intention of being in attendance on the 12th. So, so contrary to your question, okay. uh, nothing, we, really. We have evidence that we could go back to and prove that inevitably at, there have been many times. You're, you, have, you are not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, this brings up a question. What is Doc Manson? How do you feel about group work? Hate it. I understand why it exists, and yeah. I understand the classes that require it and why they require it, but I hate it very much. What about just group work as an adult? Like you're on a committee that is going oh. to be putting together a presentation. F- fine. But I think it works basically the same way as it did in school yeah. where one or two people do it and everybody else kind of just, uh-huh. Tags along. Yeah. I had my my students today. Um, they had to collect some pencils from the room of various sizes, measure them, um, and then use that data to create a line plot. Um, and we went through step by step, but just watching these group of young people in in groups of three or four hate their lie there were some of them that just you you know if they were a little bolder they would have come over and been like please can i just do this by myself um it's hard it is a hard skill and i i understand the reason why we do it and you know we need to we need to teach it but i hate it now as an adult yeah so yeah you know i just I wondered how that that worked at, you know, just at your level. Because, again, you're on a committee 
you know, you're, you've just said you're not planning on doing much for the presentation. You're not planning on being there for the presentation. The thing that I have realized, I ended up on this committee because I stupidly volunteered to be on it. Mm-hmm. But I realize now if I had just not, yes, I would have none of this on my plate. And basically I have made it my goal to never volunteer for anything ever again. Ever. Unless there is monetary compensation for it. Well, and even that, like... Correct. That I would have to weigh. But certainly, if there is no additional monetary compensation, or I suppose I would consider other forms of compensation, although I don't know what those would be offhand, extra time off, uh, reduced teaching load, Mr. with the smart looks. Um, But... You're the one who last week was insinuating that maybe somebody was paid in either money or favors to release this test. Well, that was someone else. Yeah, you're, now you're questioning my integrity. Okay, so if I say to you, Doc, I have this extra work, I will get you the footlong cookie from Subway. Done. If you, That is on my list. I wrote down two things I wanted to make sure we covered. One of I them have is not the footlong cookie. It is it is a foot long cookie. It is almost not cylindrical, but what is the name of the shape that's like a rectangle with rounded edges? Is that cylindrical prism? Sure. It, but it but it is it is it is a foot long one single chocolate chip cookie. I want one. Just to say I had it. Cause Subway cookies actually are pretty good. I think I don't know. If, I can't remember the last time I had one, but I would eat it. The the I, no, this looks like it's just chocolate chip, but they're double chocolate ones with the white chips. If they made that a foot long cookie, ugh. oh, I mean, yes. honestly, anything to get people back into a subway, right? Yeah. I have not been to a subway in a very long time. Do you think at some level? That's Jared's fault. I feel like they were doing very well for themselves in that space. And again, they did. They did a nice marketing, did a nice job of making you feel like you were making a healthy choice by going to Subway. I could be going to McDonald's. I could be going to Wendy's. I could be going to, you know, in and out where depending on where you live. But I'm going to go to Subway. I'm going to have a healthy choice. I'm going to put spinach and pickles and tomatoes and onions on my sandwich. I'm pretty much having a salad. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think I think they did a very nice job because I remember in college before my brain fully developed um, feeling like, oh, well, if I go to Subway, then, you know, that's better for me than getting the wings, which is probably true, but not that much better. Yeah. The problem with Subway is has always been the majority of what you're eating is bread and carbohydrates. Yeah. And then they went to the flatbread. And I remember even as, a you know, more of as an adult going there and being like, well, if I get it on the flatbread, then I can get the Subway melt with the bacon and the cheese. <laughs> And I'm still making a better choice, you know, and now we know that deli meat processed sliced meat is not particularly good for you either. No, no, not at all. 
Uh, but I do want a footlong cookie. We should go. Do you, do you think they put it on bread? Because, you know, there was that scientific study, and I use scientific in air quotes because I didn't read it, so I don't know the validity of it, that said that the Subway bread was more akin to cake than bread. Hmm. So if I went in and said, could you please to get – I'd like a foot long cookie, and could you put it on three cheese Italian for me, please? Three cheese Italian, was, Italian herbs and cheese. Mm. What was what was Doc Manson's subway order? It was Italian herbs and cheese. Um, yeah, and I would say it was typically the I've heard what they called it. Um, I'm in my head. I want to say the answer is the spicy Italian. I like the spicy Italian, but I'd say the one I got the most was they had like this um, roasted chicken, but like they had okay. roasted chicken that came in these big pieces. But I think they also had this cubed stuff you could get. Mm-hmm. And I think I was mostly it was more the cubed stuff because like for a while they did like this chicken bacon ranch thing, and I would basically do that except instead of the ranch, I had them put on the Chipotle Southwest sauce. Oh. So it was basically that with, you know, lettuce, tomato, spinach, onions, banana peppers, regular peppers. Uh, and that's probably it. Yeah. Mm. And then, but when I wasn't getting that, it was, yes, I would like the spicy <clears throat> Italian. I'd like the Subway melt. I would get yeah. the Subway club occasionally. Um, yeah. And a nice, cool day, I would also very much enjoy a meatball sub. No. <clears throat> Subway melt. Usually on white, sometimes the I, I would look to try to see which bread looked the softest. I don't want it toasted, so they would just heat up the bacon in the microwave and then throw it on the sandwich. Um, spinach, pickles, red onions, uh, usually a mustard of some kind. It's a damn good sandwich, I will say. I don't think I could. I think I used to be able to eat a foot long. And then I remember at some time getting a foot long and then a six inch for later, which I would inevitably eat within the hour. Um, I don't even know if I could do a foot long now. I think I would be in pain just trying to eat that much. Like you said, that much bread. Yeah. I think I could still eat a foot long because there's just, there's not much to it, unfortunately. Um, but maybe not. Who knows? I think I'd, I think. If I was going now, I'd be like, can you make, I would like a foot long's worth of the meat and cheese, but only on six inches worth of bread. So just double stack it. Please. I think you can do a, a six inch with, you know, double meat. That's yeah. a thing you can do. I think that would be it. And then again, you get the baked Lay's barbecue chips and you feel like you're making a healthy choice. Baked Lay's all the way. Oh, man. Yeah, I think Jared's possibly, you know. I really do I think, feel like that was that was the moment that their marketing broke. They were like, oh, this guy who we made our spokesperson. And like they threw everything away. And I think their 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 marketing strategy for the decade thereafter was how do we not get anything written or said about us for the next yes. 10 years? Pretty much. Except when they were like, we're redoing. They, they, they had a Domino's thing after the bread, like where they were like, we're getting all new ingredients. They now have slicers. You know, they will do hand they? slice. Uh, supposedly, some <clears throat> of them do. They will slice the meat in front of you. And I have not been it. to a Subway in quite some time. 
There's one like in <coughs> our student union, but it is not mm-hmm. a fancy subway like that. No, I wouldn't think so. Um, yeah, there's one down the road. I think I popped Do in there you per- think that them f- essentially falling off the face of the earth in the a- attempt to, you know, get a make people forget and do a soft yeah. reset? Do you think that was entirely intentional? Probably. It's, you know, that pl- as in where we live, subway is ubiquitous. If I believe I'm using that word right. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, where I mean, their is, corporate see- headquarters is here. Yeah. You see them all over the place. Um, so it's one of those you don't need. The fact that McDonald's still does commercials. I don't understand why you need you need like two commercials a year. It's Shamrock Shake season. It's McRib season. Those are the only commercials you need. It's not like anyone doesn't know you exist. Save your money. (laughs) That's it. And then and Subway did. They started marketing with like professional athletes. They got like Steph Curry, the uh, basketball player. I think they got Megan Rapinoe, the soccer star football for those over there in the UK, Um, you know, talking about how good Subway is. But again, why? Do you need a Starbucks? Granted, I don't watch a lot of commercials. Maybe they don't have them. Mm, mm, mm. But, you know, do they need a star? Do you need to advertise Starbucks anymore? I'm sure they think so. Yeah, but. Anyways. Where were we talking about before we got on to sub? Oh, the footlong cookie, which was then set into if I offered you a footlong cookie. Yes. Going back to what we were talking about with the extra work. Um, I have a, a an administrator who had said in a meeting, I wasn't at the meeting, but I heard about it. You know, uh, we we want you to let us know if you need help with something. If there's something you need extra time on, let us know. But of course, substitutes are at a premium, so we you may need to just stay late. Um, and you know, you of course can, uh, you know, fill out a timesheet and you'll get paid, provided you can prove to us that you did the work. To which you're like, okay, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm like, I, you know, I was, you know, we're we're in the process of rewriting curriculum again for like the 84th time and somebody asked me if I would be interested and I said yes provided it takes place during school hours if you get me somebody who can go teach my class yes I would be happy to sit and you know work on some curriculum sorts of things I'm interested and an administrator that. somewhere wrote down that DC Matthews is difficult and put a yeah. little demerit next to your uh, that was it there was a, the the person this wasn't even an administrator but they were like well it may require more than that and i was like then i'm not sure i want to do it oh no you the are I, sure that you don't want to do it i it depends on when like you know if there's work that needs to be done and you're gonna pay me whatever my hourly rate is 37 dollars an hour or whatever it is maybe you know, on a couple, it's, it's the idea is that I have to prove that I got the work done. You have to, you have to have a product that is worthy. I'm like, that just gives you a reason to say, well, this isn't worthy. And that's exactly it. Yeah. Then I go all dorky Steve Austin on him. (laughs) Sure. Yep. 
No, yeah, yeah. Kidding. Makes sense to me. So, so. Uh, the only other piece of uh, news I saw that I wanted to make sure we covered is it is wrestling adjacent, but it is also in your wheelhouse. Do you know of which I am speaking? Chris Jericho has been in the news. Because he's in Terrifier 3. That's the one. Well, he was in Terrifier 2, so I mean. Oh, was he? <laughs> I missed that. He only, he only appeared as, in like a cameo in like the last 10 minutes of the film. So, sure. But okay. yeah. That All right. makes sense that he's in that. Would you, would you want him to have a larger role? No. No, I would hope. And actually, I kind of thought that he showed up and very quickly died at the end of the second one, but maybe that's not the case. Or maybe it's a flashback. Yeah, I, I would hope that he is not in it much at all because I will say even for the short cameo that he had and the fact that this is a low-budget independent slasher movie, he was by and far the worst actor in that film. So I don't need him in showing up in films that are otherwise well-made. Sorry, Chris Jericho, you're not a great actor. I I am approaching, you know, where I'm in my my wrestling quests. The, the I am the appropriate level of Chris Jericho was when he cameoed slash was in one of the Sharknado sequels. That was an appropriate vehicle for his level of acting. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you I were saying that. I could see that he and Ian Ziering portraying twins. Yeah. Or brothers of some type. Um, I am approaching the Jacob Goodnight era. Mm. Like Kane, Kane is bald. Kane is unmasked. He's done, you know, he's had his feud with Snitsky after the baby punting incident. Um, you know, he's now feuding with Viscera, weirdly enough. Um, but we're close to him f- filming See No Evil. Now, that was a case of a wrestler in a horror movie, if I remember correctly, that worked for you. Um, the first one was not very good, but okay. the second one, directed by the Soska sisters, was was pretty good. I like that second film. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't try to go for a third. Yeah. Although now at this point, it would be The thing is with those films is... It would be scary for a different reason. Right. Well, the, the, the second film, they actually got directors who had worked in horror before and not MTV music videos... And they were able to put together a, a, a decent mm-hmm. film. Um, they're pretty talented, the, the sisters. So, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. As uh, not to pass up a perfectly good joke there. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to support Glenn Jacob anymore. So. No, no. But it was, you know, and it's it's weird watching it in hindsight because I'm I tend to skip a lot of his stuff. I was never really a huge Kane fan, anyway. I really liked it when him and Big Show teamed up. I uh, I will watch the segment when he is locked. One of them is locked in a room. I believe Kane then, is locked in the room. Yeah, and Big Show's trying to like get the forklift or something uh-huh. out of the way, and Kane walks around the corner. That there was another door. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's the best thing they ever did. That was. That was great. Yeah, that, that was good. That was, that was good. Um, I don't think I need, we don't need to talk about NXT deadline. Um, except to say that Lexus King lost, Doc. I know you were real sad about that. Lexus King lost. 
Is Lexus King lost their whole name? Or are you saying no. Lexus King did not win lost. their match? They Lexus King. Because Lexus AKA, King lost actually kind of sounds like that's kind of a cool that. name. Lexus King lost. Well, Lexus King, otherwise known as Brian Pillman Jr. This is his new name. Because again, we don't we don't want to we don't want to we want to tap into the nostalgia, but we don't want to tap into this nostalgia. So it's not Bronson Steiner. It's Bron Breaker. It's not Brian Pillman Jr. It's Lexus King. Now, maybe he wanted to keep Brian Pillman Jr. in case he goes back to the independence or something. It, the whole thing. I'm like, we did this with Michael McGilligutty. We did this with, you know, I think it's funny. That on his NXT bio page, it's the very first sentence is, he's not his father, and that's just the way he likes it. And then <laughs> immediately it's like, what other, like, is he the son of Jerry the King? Like, what <laughs> king is it that he could be the father? Yeah. Like, they don't ever mention the name Pillman anywhere on the page. Mm-hmm. So why would they start with he's not his father? Like, that's... I guess the assumption is, especially if the you're watching is NXT. you know... At, at this point, if you're watching NXT, you know who it is. But here's the thing, though. If you are watching NXT and you know, are you reading the bio on WWE.com? Probably not. Right? Wouldn't that only confuse the people that might actually be looking at this page? Also, why does he have a cane with a skull and that's, a crown on it? Because, interestingly enough, despite the fact that he's not his dad, when Brian Pillman became the loose cannon in WWE, he had a cane. Did it have a crown on top of the skull? No, but I believe it had a skull. So I think this is just let's let's uh, let's honor it. But also, he's a king because everybody with the last name of King is a king. I don't know. I did not watch. He has this great picture on the website where he is biting his lower lip. <laughs> it uh, he's the same one where he's holding the cane. It just. He's kind of sneering his nose up a little bit. It's um, it's something. Oh my head, with the bandana uh-huh. and everything. Oh yeah, it's something. He looks like he's either holding in <laughs> some wind or he's doing it right then and hoping nobody notices. There's something going on. I don't. I don't know what. There's something going on. Yeah. Um. I remember, I remember, I'm watching Bray Wyatt is in NXT. I'm watching that era. And they keep talking about he's a second generation wrestler, but they will not mention who his dad is, despite the fact that he's wrestling in some of these matches, Bo Dallas, his brother. So the, the, the things they choose, I don't know. It's weird. I've never really That's, understood. No, no. Otherwise, uh, at the premiere of the Iron Claw, uh, there was pictures released of John Cena shaking hands with MJF. Everybody got, you know, everybody was wondering what that meant besides the fact that they just ran into each other at a movie premiere. But why was MJF at a movie premiere? Movie premiere. Because it's the Iron Claw about the Von Erics. So I think that, you know, Baron Corbin was there. Liv Morgan was there. Lana, now known as CJ Perry, was there. So there was a wrestling contingent at this premiere. Because so. when I think the Von Erics, 
I think CJ Perry. Yep. Yep. All That's right. totally it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah. All right. Otherwise, you know, CM Punk's everywhere, doing all the rounds, showing up at all the WWE shows, making it look like he's really happy to be there. Maybe he is. I don't know. But maybe he is. The, yep. That's certainly the the vibe they're going for. I'm sure yeah. he will be for about six to nine months. That's it. That's it. That's it. Otherwise, I got nothing. I got, you know, Christmas is next week. I've got at this point two, six more days to get through. It's little, yeah. I mean, it's more than seven days away, but but, but you mean it is. Yeah. But I have Friday the 22nd off. My wife does not. and She's not happy about it. Um, but when she just yeah. quit. The temptation is there sometimes yeah. just to be like, and eh, no, mm. that whole, you know, wanting to save for retirement. That's that's the the reason we are working at this point is to put money towards retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you working? Uh, Pay for the dogs. How how? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The threat of homelessness and starvation are pretty persuasive. Thanks, capitalism. Yeah. How are the pups? They're good. They're good. Lenny is Lenny. He's, you know, got a lot of energy. Still doing a lot of biting. He's listening to the words no biting at this point, but he still has that puppy energy and he can't he can't seem to keep it together when something exciting is, first happens. What is the what is the distinction? When do when do puppies become whatever the equivalent of toddlers are for dogs? Um like at what point is he no longer a puppy? I would probably give him till 1 year old or maybe even 2 depending. I think their brains are still very much developing through then. But I think if like if you were going with there's definitely all sorts of different scales. I think some people would say like a one-year-old dog is probably like a 10-year-old kid or something like that, but mm-hmm. you know, something like that. They more or less okay. come out as toddlers. Humans are the things that get born before we are able to survive at all. So they're kind of toddlers at the moment of birth based off their development. Mm-hmm. But I've had, I've had kids ask me that we've watched like science videos and talking about, you know, whether it's baby deer or baby elephants and they can walk fairly quickly and you know, all of that sort of stuff. And they're like, well, how come human babies can't do that? And I was like, well, I'm not a scientist. It's because That's of the size good. of your brain actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, humans, we have this adaptation, which gives us a massive cranium which is what allows us to think and do more complex, um, you know, stuff. And But the size of the cranium gets too large to pass through the birth canal. So we have to be born before our heads develop to a size that is not compatible with our exit route. Okay. I learned something today. Yeah. So if that wasn't the case, would we be just in the womb for like, 
three years? Probably. I don't know about three years, but we'd definitely be in there longer, a longer just Jason period. We would have evolved a bit differently as well. You know, I don't know that. I don't think it would be three years, but we also would have evolved to the point where I think what was born would be more developmentally equivalent to a three-year-old. But I don't know what the time scale would have evolved to be. Interesting. If you look at primates, it's probably something similar to that, more so. But again, the difference between us and primates is the larger cranium. So there's still be closer, but it'd be it would still be different. <clears throat> okay. That's something to noodle on. Yeah. Well, good old always noodle break, noggin. Always breaking down the science there. You're That's welcome, we like DC. Uh, unless you have anything else to bring up, um, happy birthday. We said happy birthday to tall guy. Are we allowed to say happy birthday to the other? I one? mean, I suppose today is not his birthday, but I know. But by the time this comes out, it'll his be past his be birthday. Ye- so. Yesterday. So, you know, and I don't even know if he's going to listen, but if he does, I mean, hey, birthday, GQ, GQ, happy birthday, happy birthday. GQ. Um, your your children are very large now. I was I was shocked at how large his children are. When did you see the largeness of his children? Uh today. Did you receive a very holiday large. card? I did receive a holiday I cannot card. wait to not receive a holiday card again this year. Every year we don't get one. And every year he says, I can't believe you guys didn't get one. You should have gotten one. And every like it's just a running thing in this house. We do not get them. He thinks wow. he sends them to us, but we do not. And this is why uh, I say I, I'm fairly sure that Mrs. GQ hates me. Because I think we would get I, the holiday card otherwise. I would imagine that you, yeah, I imagine that she's the one who's kind of in charge of that. Every so year it's this, lost in the mail, according to GQ. And I'm just not sure I can believe it anymore. Well, at this point, it's probably a bit now. Or she remembers that time in Walmart. and No doubt. Know. I did impede them from going on their way. How dare I speak to her but husband. Yes. Happy birthday to you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We love you. You got anything else? I've got emails. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Only three that I can see, unless we got a late late edition from Mr. Pav. No, no Pav email today. Maybe it's a bi-weekly thing november 22nd yeah it might be a bi-weekly thing from pav now but anyways the first one i've got is from brandon banks holiday branding do you guys have a favorite holiday themed version or variety of any food or drink that is only released this time of year white fudge oreos winter spiced cranberry sprite do you stock up with extra to last throughout the winter months keep up the work sent from my iphone blah, blah. I do remember enjoying the white fudge Oreos, although I can't remember the last time I had one, but it was good. Um, they sell these like holiday cookies, which are kind of like shortbready, you know, they have mm-hmm. like these red and green, not sprinkles, but they've got like, you know, they're like more translucent than sprinkles on them. And sometimes they release those covered in white fudge. I look forward to those. And I also look forward to holiday drinks. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, I was crazy about the gingerbread latte and the eggnog latte. 
Then both were discontinued. This year, they brought back the gingerbread latte, and I've had one, and they have changed the recipe, and it's not as good as it used to be. And so I have not gotten another one. However, this year, excuse my language, but I am a peppermint mocha slut. I am all about the peppermint mocha this season. I've had like four. Maybe five. In how long? In how long? The last two weeks. Okay, that's more. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say in the last month or so, and I'm like, that doesn't seem that excessive. But five in two weeks, that's 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 more. I may have hit my limit on it though. My thought of when I think of it right now, I'm like, mm, I don't need another one. So I do. I do think that is interesting. That sometimes there's a flavor that you're obsessed with, and then very quickly you're like, oh no. I hate this. I remember feeling that way about like Diet Dr. Pepper for a while. I was drinking a lot of Diet Dr. Pepper and then being like, this tastes like cough syrup and then not drinking any more Diet Dr. Pepper. So uh, we have a couple of the the Terry's chocolate oranges, which I suppose is not technically a holiday food, but it's something that we you know, usually get in stockings or something like that. So we've stocked up on a couple of those, but I imagine that's not going to get us past the holiday. It's definitely a thing um, that you see on the end caps in stores here only during yeah. this season, though. Yes. I think it, and and I know that in, in other cultures, oranges on their own are a, you know, a normal housewarming holiday gift because it is a symbol of, you know, prosperity and all of this that you can afford citrus. Um, Wow, you're rich. You've like never had scurvy. Holy shit. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Historically speaking. Um, you know, this is the time of year that Mama Matthews makes fudge and caramel corn. And I always like to bring some of that home from the holiday. And we snack on that till New Year's because that's pretty. When good. I was younger, I had a cousin who would make homemade peanut brittle this time of year. And that was excellent. And peanut brittle is something that I feel like we used to find pretty much only during the holiday season. But more recently, I I don't think I've seen it really at all. And I like peanut brittle, so I miss it. Uh, I have a coworker who will sometimes make pistachio brittle. Sounds good, too. Delicious. And yeah, there was one year that they did, and they might they might do this regularly, where they did like a spiced holiday Pepsi. Interesting. That was good. I remember like there's like I feel like the cranberry ginger ale probably exists all year round, but that to me is kind of like a holiday beverage. Agreed. I don't go I don't seek it out, but if I like am at a party and I see one, I'll have one. I did have a case um, of winter spice cranberry sprite. This season, the 10 ounce, not 10 ounce. I don't know how many ounces ounce are. Can, the little the cans. Little ones. Yeah. 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 Those are good. That's a good flavor also. Yeah. Uh, let's turn this question around to the besties, all four of you listening. Uh, what are your favorite holiday Let's turn it over flavors? to the besties and GQ. What, what are your favorite holiday flavors? There you go. Uh, our next email comes from the bestest of all besties, Glenn Just. Sorry, guys, I've not had a great week health wise, so hadn't really planned an email this week just to say appreciate you all and hope everybody enjoys a great holiday season. Thanks, Glenn. Double N period. 
We love you, Glenn. I hope things are going better for you now than when you wrote this. Even if that was only like an hour ago. I hope things have improved in the last hour and continue to improve from here until things are so damn good. So damn good. Working holidays in retail. How could he? He's living the life of Riley over there in the London town. Do you think the holidays get as crazy over there as they do here? Yes. Yeah. 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 Probably. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Especially, you know, and again, I, I never can remember if Glenn lives in London proper or kind of on the outskirts. I imagine some of the smaller towns like the, you know, some of maybe the villages or the hamlets are there. Those places probably get crazy because it's all the locals trying to do, you know, go into one or two places. Right, right. So I went to uh, Trader Joe's this weekend, which was a daring. Yes. A daring move. I uh, don't was- like going into that parking lot at all between Thanksgiving and about January 5th. I don't love that parking lot, period. Correct. But I actually found, you know, we don't usually do it because my wife insists it takes longer, which is probably true. The quick escape. But if you if you go down that way and, and you you know, you go by like the down to the far end by Joanne's Fabrics and you take a right, I figured past where tall guy used to live. I figured out a way to reconnect to where we normally go home, but it does add an extra probably five minutes. My wife would just rather sit in the traffic, I guess. I'm like, I'm like, I don't mind if it takes longer. I just want to be moved. Agreed. I am with you on that. But yeah, nobody is Again, using crosswalks. She is likely right. However, I yes. am with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody's using the crosswalks properly. You know, everyone's trying to find parking and it's, it's crazy. What? Did, it, did you lose me? No, I What's got you. On? We're good. Okay. Our final email comes from Mrs. Manson. Happy Hanukkah. Yes, indeed. Happiest of Hanukkah. What night is it now? Night Sure. seven, eight. Happy, Happy that. Dear DC and Doc, Manson Manor is gearing up for dreidel night this weekend. Will be a group of eight adults plus the littlest bestie, Baby Mox. Ten adults if you and the missus change your mind, DC. There will be latkes and matzo ball soup and a dreidel tournament. You know eight other people? Uh, Apparently. Okay. As an extroverted introvert at times, I find it difficult to shake off my introverted leanings and remind myself that getting off my couch and putting down the book and doing things is fun. I disagree. Doc used to say one of the reasons he liked me early on is I made him do stuff. Hey, now. Obviously, living in Boston, it was way easier with so much happening in a big city. Now, living where I do as I age, caring for two pups, and especially in the winter, it seems to be more difficult to get out there. But I'm trying to be more self-aware and say yes to the fun stuff. I will point out, you're absolutely right about all of it, but you're not getting out there. You're bringing people over. But I suppose you are emotionally putting yourself out there. Thanks, DC, for planting this idea in my head to bring back Dreidel Night after a 20-year hiatus. I'm looking forward to it and will be sure to report back next week. Cheers, Mrs. M. Note, I've exceeded my goal of reading 12 books in 2023 and hit 14 just last night. We expect book reports on every single one. Um, 
I and I will reiterate there, Mrs. Manson. If you would like assistance in any sort of bracketology, if you are doing a tournament, I will happily help you out. So, from your seat at our kitchen table, do you know who is attending this? Who the eight adults are? Um, me. Yes, Mrs. Manson. Yes, GQ. Okay. The Arcissist. Okay. Rochelle. Yes. I don't know about her husband, Rob. Mm-hmm. Maybe? And then I believe un- uh, uh, two others who I would classify as Mrs. Manson's friends, but who I have met on maybe one or two other occasions. Okay. Are you excited to play Dreidel? I. We know how much you love games. I am planning to go to sleep early that evening at around <laughs> five o'clock. If you need me, I will be under the covers. Yeah. My, my mom mentioned just offhand, and I didn't think to follow up. We're talking about Christmas Eve plans because that's our big holiday. And she's like, oh, and, you know, we'll, of course, play Exploding Kittens. I was like, what? (laughs) Apparently, we'll be playing Exploding Kittens. From the oatmeal. As long as we're not not playing Cards Against Humanity. Uh, I don't think you'd want to play that with your parents. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I I was thinking about this the other day. I think probably because of Danielle. Um, Why haven't we ever done a Friendsgiving. We've talked about it before because we have said if we ever did, we would cook a goose. Mm. And especially now that you are not traveling on the day, although I suppose I usually am traveling on the day. But it seems like we should I, do a Friendsgiving somewhere around. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, my thought is, you know, and again, uh, Speaking to Mrs. Manson's email, I am right there with you. Um, the idea of being in, and again, this is partially the, we're in the rush to the holidays and I'm fed up with everybody I work with, so I don't want to see anybody. Um, but, you know, going out in, in a, in a even medium sized group seems annoying. I'm like, mm. But uh, but I do think, you know, something like that. I think, you know, even if it was a smaller affair and just, you know, getting together to celebrate the holidays, it doesn't need to be on the day. There's lots of time and other days. I don't know. What is Mrs. M- Manson's uh, vacation schedule? You get the block of time off. I assume she does not get that amount of time. Off. No, she does not. Is she taking the week? I don't know. We haven't talked, um, but she'll, she'll probably take a week or two. Maybe two. I don't know. A lot of times it's easy to, because of where the holiday days lay, it's easy to only sure. take like, you know, four days or something and get a solid two weeks off. So it's yeah. usually the plan, but I, we haven't specifically discussed it, actually. So I'm not sure. I'm I'm quite excited for 2024. I just saw the prospective calendar for our academic schedule, and I will have 12 days off for the holiday, which seems it's a full week and a half. And I was like, yes. So hopefully that works out. Sounds good. Um, 
But yes, indeed. So thank you to uh, our our besties for mailing in. It's the holiday season. It's a busy time. So the fact that you would take any amount of time just to say hi uh, means a lot. Doc Manson, give me that piece of positivity that is getting you through less than two weeks before uh, the holiday. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't feel like I have much to to really talk about here because... I've been pretty busy last week, exam excitement this week, final exam, end of semester excitement. So just kind of been busy. You know, there was a day this week where I counted and I had sent like 72 emails on a single day and I hadn't even responded to everyone who wrote to me. You know what I mean? It's just like that kind of stupid insanity. So at the moment, I guess, What's getting me through the week is that the week is almost over, and mm-hmm. once Saturday comes round and is passed, I will ideally be done until... That will be nice, yes. Yeah. That was why I reached out earlier, just because I was like... Yeah, it's been I busy, had but a, this... I know you had a final Monday, and you have another one coming up, but I was like, I just want to make sure that you're... This is my ability. This is where I. This is where I let it all hang out, DC. This is... This is therapeutic. So, so as long as I, I feel today was rough, I will tell you. Um, I, I basically, because I obviously we're in finals week, so no lecture or anything, but I, I was, I met from students until from 9 30 this morning. And my last one was scheduled at three, but I didn't leave my desk until like 4 10. Like it was a stupid day full of lots of talking about all sorts of different things and people mm-hmm. content and begging and blah, very draining. But here we are. And it's all having done. I, I, I think we can all safely agree our best show ever. What about you, DC? What is your piece of the positivity? Um, I will have I'll, I'll do two. I'm, I'm also with you. I've got to get through. Six days. I've got two more this weekend, even tomorrow morning, ideally, if everything goes right. I spend the morning in meetings talking about curriculum stuff, but at least that's different. Mm. Um, and then I've got four days next week. And next week, I'm just a very well-paid babysitter. There's not much instruction that will be happening. Um, but I'll, I'll pick two s- short things. Number one. The trailer for Game Changer Season 6 just dropped. Game Changer is on Dropout, which I have talked about many times before. Um, The premise of the show is you have three comedians on. uh, The game game essentially changes every week. You don't know exactly what the game is, so part of it is is watching these people try to figure out what the game premise is. I find it quite good, so I'm excited. So about it's distractible. That, that. Some, I suppose, similarly. Yes. Not that I've listened to distractible in quite some time. Yeah. Um, but yes, so that will be good. That comes out in February. Something to look forward to. And then the next one was today. I had been. Uh, I don't remember how I got on this. I think somebody mentioned it on Twitter. Um, I was listening to 80s cartoon themes, like the theme from Mask and Silverhawks and all of that. 
And just on a whim, I decided to play. I think uh, I had been annoying my students by finding um, like hour long loops of the Bluey theme song and just playing it incessantly. And so I was like, they were like, please don't play Bluey. And I was like, okay. So I just started playing 80s cartoons and I had like 10 kids all sitting around my laptop being like, what show is this? Is this like Pokemon? And I'm like, this is so much better than Pokemon. Let me tell you about Lion-O. Snarf, snarf. So uh, yeah, that was just a fun little tidbit that happened today right. that, that I was excited well, about. Good. So I, I'm, I'm ready. Bring on, you know, when we record next week, if everything goes according to plan, I'll have one day left and I will be just salivating at that point. So absolutely. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us here on episode three. Are we at three ninety three ninety three ten more weeks to go. Oh my goodness. Start figuring out when the big episode 400 will be. It's going to be the biggest episode 400 yet. It'll be the most 400 you've ever heard in a DDT wrestling episode. That's very true. Despite the fact that we've done far more than 400 episodes. It's true. At some, I wish, I wish I knew the number. I know we, cause again, we have stuff that we can't access anymore. Cause someone decided to just delete it. But regardless, uh, anyway, anyways, doc, doc man. Yeah. Uh, what else do you got to say before we head out into that? Good well, if you'd like to have your thoughts written on the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you like what you heard, I don't know how you could, but if you did, head over to patreon.com forward slash wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps this podcast train chugging. Thank you to our patrons, but boy, you have been generous. Uh, he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, have yourselves a wonderful uh, week before the holiday week until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be our bestie? Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba -ba.